What time is it? What time is it? It's 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. Oh, you didn't know? Your ass better call somebody. Who said Hendrix can't host the show? I did, actually. I'm doing the intro this week. Hello. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Hendrix. I am one awkward millennial. I'm joined by the other awkward millennial, Casey. Hi. This is the 2 a.m. podcast. How are you doing? I'm okay. What's up, guys? Why are you looking like that? What's what's, what's the issue? Because I'm not going to let no punk-ass freshman take my spot. Whoa. Punk-ass freshman? <laughs> How dare you? I don't know who you talking about. You never anyway. seen love in basketball? Uh, yeah, nigga. I'm just trying to figure out how that correlates to this, sec- to this segment. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. Because you knew to this. I'm true to this. And oh, I'm not okay. going to let you take my spot. Yeah, whatever. That's what happened. Yeah, so... um. <clears throat> little change this week i'm hosting so yeah you guys had to deal with my fuckery the whole I mean, show we were, we were both hosting before you know no we weren't you were hosting i didn't it's even get to even. do the intro it's even though um, whatever That's how are you today you know Ms. I, Casey? um when people aren't trying to steal from me you know i'm great but you know today seems to be a little different little fella my name. Into a big fella. My name on the billboard too, Bobby. That's just fine. Well, fuck you very much. And uh, you know, welcome guys. Hope you guys are doing good too. Right, I just said that. I know, sorry it's a habit. See, I tried to you. So, um, anything special? No, I mean anything special you gotta say? Anything, opening up the show? Anything special I gotta say? Open up the show? No. Nothing funny. Am I supposed to say something funny? No, you trash. Laugh. I need a laugh track. <laughs> I'll be my own laugh track. <laughs> well, since, you know, we're doing a whole little switcheroo, I guess this will be the... Yeah, so we can go into hashtags now. Perfect KC. opportunity to go into hashtags. KC, what kind of hashtags do we have this week? All right. We, in um, comparison to the weeks prior, we actually had uh, more than usual. In over excessive hashtags this week. Oh, yeah. I have an over excessive amount of <laughs> Uh, a hashtag. So I'm just gonna, you know, hop right into those. So the first hashtag I have for you guys is hashtag lift Uber in prayer. Lift Uber in prayer. Yes, lift Uber in prayer. Because after this whole Muslim ban that our um well whatever he is. Donald Trump decided to put out there in the universe and, you know, we're in the country, but whatever, anyways. The taxi drivers in New York decided to strike. They're pretty much their way, their way of protesting this whole Muslim ban thing. And as a result... So all the taxi drivers in New York are Muslim? Like, that's kind of like, that's really broad. Like No, I don't think they're all Muslim. I don't think they're just in support. Oh, okay. They're saying that this is fucked up so to support and align themselves in solidarity with the muslim community they decided to not work as a result uber lovely uber decided that they were gonna raise their rates and make money off this lovely strike and pretty much aligning themselves with the likes of donald orange cheeto trump and uh so you know so they raised their their prices because people had no other option i mean in business sense i guess that's that's smart but morality yeah that's 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 that's, that's fucked, fucked up, up. like that's <laughs> fucked up and speaking of morality we have the complete opposite from lyft that decided that they were going to donate a million dollars to the 
what is it? The ACLU, which um, for those who don't know is the American Civil Liberties Union. They're donating a million dollars to them, which is you just, again, standing in solidarity with all people. We are a melting pot. And it's important to stand in solidarity with everybody and, you know, not be, you know, racist, xenophobic, you know, all yeah, the different kind should, of fucked up things. I mean... You shouldn't really, like, it shouldn't be like a, uh, like, don't put people in a box. No, and I feel like Uber is... Uber's overrated. Uber is the, Uber is the, the Chipotle. I agree, because I'm more of a Qdoba exactly. person myself. Right, I take Lyft, because I like Qdoba. Like, I don't like overrated, overpriced things. I'm sorry. Yeah, and Uber is just kind of like, in this situation especially, it's like, they're just more about the money, obviously. They're more about the business, and I feel, I, I, I'm cool with Lyft's standing on a moral high ground and being like, you know, this is wrong, which a lot of people are doing. This is wrong. And I think that it's good that they decided to take a stand. It's like, you know, instead of us raising our prices, we're going to stand in solidarity with the, with the people of the American community. And we're just going to say, fuck this. And well, at the, I mean, at the same time, it could be that, uh, okay, they fucked up, so let's not fuck up kind of situation. Well, I mean, they also released a statement. Because the thing is this. They could have said we aren't going to fuck up just by not raising their rates or giving a discount or something like that. But they decided not only are we going to not raise our rates, we're also going to take our own money and we're going to donate to this cause because we support the stuff that the ACLU are doing. Yeah. So they went a step further. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a good look on Lyft's part. Uber is basically showing everybody their true colors. Like, that's that's what Uber's about. It's a business. They don't really care about preferences or anything like that. They just want to make money. And that's cool, but, it, yeah, fuck that. Yeah, Support the much. people. I agree. And um, our next, 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 wow. <laughs> Our next hashtag is hashtag Azalea who? No. Azalea who? Yeah, Azalea. Oh. Um, okay, so I don't really know much about her, but... There's nothing to know. Apparently she's an artist, but all I've ever heard about this girl is her being extra on social media, and it continues today. <laughs> she um, has stuff to say to Rihanna or about Rihanna, because in regards to the Muslim ban, again, from, you know, your lovely commander-in-chief, Rihanna had tweeted that, disgusted. The news is devastating. America is being ruined right before our eyes. What an immoral pig. You have to be, oh, you have to be to implement such BS. Sorry, I can't read. And Azalea Trash-Ass Banks decided to troll her, pretty much. That's what she does. Yeah, she's a professional troll. And she pretty much said a whole bunch of BS. Honestly, I don't care enough to read to you guys. Um, but she did say pretty much implying that Rihanna was an immigrant. She's not even from America. She can't speak on these things and something about war and pretty much aligning herself with Donald Trump, which I feel like is interesting because I mean, I remember when I used to hear about her before, never about music, but just about her being extra. I heard people say that she was really pro black, but then the bitch went to bleaching her skin and now she's a Trump supporter. So, you know, whatever. There you go with that. And Rihanna, no stranger to pettiness. No, she's she's pretty much a petty queen. Yes, exactly. She yeah. tweeted a, a picture, or no, Instagram a picture, I'm sorry, of herself. And she said, you know, the face you make when you're an immigrant. And hashtagged, stay away from chickens, I hear nuggets, save our hens. And um, the Navy, you know, went on to, as you know, no, stands that's, that's where do. they got the, the chicken nugget thing. Exactly. They decided to chicken the fuck out of Azalea's comments. So, yeah, you know. I want somebody to chicken my comments. <laughs> 
That sounds like fun. And um, pretty much it went back and forth. Azalea went back into insulting her, you know, saying that she was playing soccer in the dirt and coconuts and all of this stuff, trying to insult her. <laughs> and Rihanna just wasn't having it. She's like, oh, you know, well, girl, actually, I was playing soccer in the dirt. You know, I don't care. You know, all this bullshit pretty much just honed her. And it's the thing. People can say, like, oh, it's Rihanna Press because she was saying, like, this girl talking to herself, so somebody cares. But the thing is, nobody really cares about Azalea Banks. Only reason she gets talked about because she does this all the time. Rihanna's actually famous, and Azalea Banks is not. And I'm not even a Rihanna fan like that, but I know that she's actually rich and famous. And Azalea Banks, again, like the hashtag said, Azalea, who? Yeah, she's a troll, a essentially. Troll. Yeah, professional. Like, you don't even think about her for her music. Like, we. Nobody knows Azalea Banks songs. So I can't know, name not one song she ever had. We just know her from being a, a Uber internet troll, social yeah. media troll. Yeah, she trolls every goddamn body. Everybody, nobody's exempt from Beyonce to Rihanna to Jay Z to whoever. Yeah, I think she fuck. got into it like Ti, Azalea Banks. I mean, yeah. Azalea Banks, Iggy. Yeah, all those different anybody, people. Anybody can get it from her, which is I, it's commendable. But yeah, I mean, you don't really want to be known for that. Yeah, nobody respects trolls. Yeah, all. I mean, who is going to want to work with you if you burn bridges with all the top people in the industry? I don't understand that. Uh, uh, Nobody. Maybe she's making a name for herself. I don't know. To be an idiot? To be unworkwithable? <laughs> unworkwithable? <laughs> Controversy creates cash. Well, it hasn't created no buzz for her because I haven't heard no music. I said cash. I didn't say, well, you know, I didn't say oh, okay. music. <laughs> I didn't say that. Well, moving right along to somebody who is no stranger to the limelight. Hashtag a seat at the table. Paris Jackson, the daughter of Michael Jackson. Are you sure? Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> ultimately the point here. But, you know, she did an interview with Rolling Stone. Um, she appeared on the cover of the magazine and everything. And she stated um, pretty much that she identifies as black. Quote, said he looked me in the eyes and he pointed his finger at me. And he'd be like, you're black. Be proud of your roots. And I'd be like, he's my dad. He wouldn't lie to me. And so pretty much Paris Jackson identifies as African American, I don't know what I think about it. What do you What do you think, Kendrick? I mean, her dad was black for half his life, so <laughs> yeah, I guess she's black. I mean, honestly, I feel like this is a very complicated situation, and a lot of people were felt like had the um, Rachel Dozier whatever effect about it because it was kind of like, oh, you know, she's clearly white and she's saying she's black, you know, da 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 da. But the difference is, her daddy, her black daddy, told her that she was black, and he. She just feels like, you know, because I'm speaking from perspective of someone who is a daddy's girl. When I was a kid, and just in general, actually still to this day, my daddy can't do any wrong. And I feel like this is true. she probably has that idea that, you know, saying like, my dad told me that my dad wouldn't lie to me and I'm black. And I mean, obviously you can go into a much deeper conversation about this whole thing about, you know, race and all these different kind of things like that. Like, oh, you know, she's still privileged because she still looks like a white woman regardless of what yeah. race she claims. But yeah, you know, see, she she identifies as black and people had a problem with it. I mean, obviously, I don't know. I can't speak on it. It's not as clear as Rachel does yet because she, w- she was white. She was white. She was grown. She had two white ass parents like, no, look at our white baby. You know what I'm saying? She decided to go to HBCU and all this other BS stuff and decided mm-hmm. that she wants to be black. It's completely different than this girl growing up and her dad telling her that she's black and he's black. So understanding that I mean, from that can, perspective, I, you can I identify as whatever the fuck you want to identifies that's that doesn't true. necessarily make you that which brings me to my other point about this wendy williams had some opinions about it 
pretty much saying that, you know, I get that she considers herself black and everything, but I'm just talking about the visual because, you know, black is not what you call yourself. It's what the cops see when you and the, oh, whatever, what cops see or whatever when they have the steel in your neck and all of that stuff like that. Pretty much saying, like, pretty much what I addressed on was the whole privilege idea to it. So she's saying, like, she still have the privilege of appearing white. So, yeah, it's cool that she identifies as black, but she still appears white. Now, I don't really like Wendy Williams. She's a, she's a troll. But see, that's, that's the thing. But that I kind of understand in that perspective. Because that's you do thing. have the privilege. Like, if it came from anybody but Wendy Williams. It would be a good point. Exactly. It, yeah, it would be a valid point. But exactly. because it came from Wendy Williams. It just it, seems like trolling. Yeah, it seems like she's hating, which she probably is, because that's what she does. But yeah, it's not. That's not a good a good person to speak on this issue. Exactly, and I she, completely agree. She has her own flaky history with um, being pro black or absolutely you know sitting down and um taking that seat in the back of the bus and shit like that so yeah she she a little flaky so if it came from anybody but her i i can completely agree with it like yeah you know she paris jackson doesn't look like a black woman no like her dad said she was black okay that's what you want to identify as cool but that's not what you are perceived as people don't perceive you as a african-american woman they Look at you as a white woman. And then when you say, you know, when you tell them your name, they still identify you as a a white woman. There's a lot of people that feel like that. Michael Jackson did not contribute to those kids. (laughs) I mean, looking at them aesthetically, yeah. I mean, they do have, some of them do have that nose, though. They got that Jackson nose. Some of them do. Which nose? Like, original nose or the nose that they all got surgically? No, it was the in-between one. Oh, okay. <laughs> it wasn't all, it wasn't off the wall, but it wasn't like um dangerous. So it was probably like probably like bad nose. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I mean honestly, that family has been through so much, especially her as a kid. She did in that same interview talk about her depression and all the other stuff and the stuff that she went through as a child. I only can imagine, you know, being the child of such a major star like that and all the criticism and stuff that Michael Jackson experienced and Having to deal with that, I mean, so she had, you know she had hella kids to you know play with during the sleepovers and shit like that. Okay, so. I'm not even gonna go there. <laughs> I'm not going there. I'm not going there with you. So yeah, mm. you know I understand. Oh, you can so, drink Jesus juice and everything. I'm not the one to point fingers and say this girl's black or not, but at the end of the day, yes, she does have a privilege that most African American people do not have. I mean, you can go back on this one with the paper bag test. Sure, you identify as black, but with no paper bag, would they say that you are so? Just be happy that you can pass, girl. I guess if you really want to say you black, you can pass. So you still, you're one of those ambiguously black people that people like to put on TV and all of that stuff like that and say, oh, look at this. We're including black people when it's like, girl, black women. Yeah, she's like video girl black. Exactly. Like, she black. Like, on the Pharrell Girls cover, it's like, all oh, these women are black. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I'm not going to go into that. <laughs> but anyways, all right, moving right along. Um, our next. You still got more hashtags? Yes, Jesus. only two more. Okay, our next hashtag. This is, is... why I do hashtags, and so my... I, I understand the dynamic now because you you go above and beyond. No, that's because you didn't have anything. Uh, the last week was born. It's supposed this to be been... three. You limited okay. to three. Right, but this is only my. Oh, that was eighth. the third one. So this is the this fourth is your one. But this one hashtag. is short. Anyways, next hashtag is it's a lawsuit, which is an update. It's a lawsuit. Yes. 
it's an update from last week. We talked about Kiki Palmer and the whole Trey Songs thing. It's in, uh, you know, you guys heard my opinions about that. But Kiki is actually seeking uh, legal action against Trey Songs. I mean, I kind of, I kind of said that. Like, it, I it, mean, but that would um, only make sense if before she decided to do this lawsuit, the video was, was taken down. She still did not contact I mean, her I don't... friend in any official capacity, and uh, you know. Huh. She, she is broke. doing know. interviews with Larry King and talking about this and all this shit. So, I mean, I don't know how anybody else feels about it, but to me, all of this just seems like exposure. She just wants to be seen because I'm sorry, all of this, I'm going Larry King and talk about it and all this BS. She's, in my opinion, using this like the whole feminism movement right now, women marches and shit, to go off on this tangent of trash and bullshit. But that's just my opinion. Yeah, she's kind of on her own in that because they really don't fuck with her in that aspect because it's not, you know, it's not an issue. You're making an issue out of nothing. And she already made, she already lost friends because she pissed off the gays when she decided to take their lingo and not get them no credit but <laughs> that's just my opinions <laughs> never want to piss off the gays you really don't you really just don't they have to live for you anyways all right that was a short one like i said it was just an update and last but not least more last but not least is hashtag never have i ever so okay <laughs> kelly Rowland. Uh, you know, of Destiny Shaw. I hate to do that. Hey, Kelly. Hi. I know she's a beautiful, sexy chocolate goddess. Yes. <laughs> she um did um an interview where yeah, it was an article in the New York Post um that happened took place I guess when she was promoting promoting the um movie that she did with like making good and stuff. I think it was like love by the 10th date or something like that it's on my dvr to watch it actually really yeah oh, okay. a lifetime movie and she um did a quote in an interview and it says there are some women who are not finding the real truth about their partner sexuality until they go through their man's phones but it happens with guys too not just women i can't tell someone how to feel about dating someone who is bisexual or had past gay experience but it's proper to ask in today's times so how do you how do you feel about that Hendrick? what do you what do you think? how do i feel about what aspect of that all of it like i mean i mean obviously i agree because nowadays you don't know so you should probably ask about the history i mean any uh well you can't you're not actually saying um but uh yeah no like that once you go over to the other side it's like no it's no middle ground especially for dudes like it's no middle it ground. should be but it is it should be but that's like a really big line to cross over so you can't just like oh yeah i'm going i'm going way left but you know i'm a, I, i'm i'm still on the right though i'm still no you, no Honestly, um, me personally, I mean, I try to get more comfortable with the with um, being more open minded and understanding and not being like discriminatory and all that stuff like that. And technically, to be homosexual would be to actually be attracted to and be in love with another person of the same sex. And knowing that much, I try to be objective. I can't say that I would be like, oh, like sure, yes, fuck all the men and and you know, let's party. But um, I don't know. I mean, I've been in a situation like that. I was a kid, though, so... And it didn't bother me. <laughs> You've been in a situation like what? One, one of my first boyfriends, um, I was, like, in high school, and... Actually, he was my, my first real boyfriend in high school. Um, he told me he had a situation like that. It was a mentor, and he kind of came on to him. And, you know, they did, like, hook up for, like, a couple minutes or a couple seconds. And then it was like, he's like, okay, this is kind of weird. And he just, like, left, like, fled the scene. And that didn't bother me. 
you know? So he was molested or? Well, no, he was giving. He wasn't taking, but the guy, you know, kind of talked him into it, I guess. But I mean. Oh, okay. Um, All right. But I mean, he <laughs> did. I mean, it did take place enough for him to realize that it's something that he didn't want or that he didn't like. Um, I mean, I guess that's not e- extreme. It's still, like, that's a, that's a, that's a fucked up situation. I mean, that's the thing. People have to decide what they feel like. I mean, honestly, it's not up for people to decide what they feel like is gay and what's not. Because that's the thing. Women have the freedom to experiment and be okay. Guys aren't going to be like, oh, you fucked a girl. That's gross. I'm not going to talk to you anymore. Whereas a woman can do that. And women do do that. Yeah. Like, you can even refer back to the episode of Insecure where the... um where Issa's best friend Molly was dating a guy and she was talking about experimenting with girls and it was all cool and fun and sexy and giggles. And to when she asked him, he's like, yeah, like, you know, I did it. And I realized I didn't like it. We were drunk one time and now, you know, that was it. And she completely couldn't look at him the same anymore. And I feel like that's very realistic. That's what happens. I don't ever want to get that drunk. Ever. <laughs> and ever that's fine. Life. Ever in life. I, don't, I, I never want to get that drunk. And that's why, see, that's the thing. But I think um, bisexual has a bad rep because it's like it goes either way. If you're bisexual, it can be like, oh, you know, you can actually be bisexual. You can actually be bisexual. Like, okay, I really equally like both sexes when it comes to being guys, obviously. But when... No. No, listen, I'm saying some guys are actually bisexual. And then you have some guys, the reason I say bisexual gets a bad rep it's because a lot of gay guys, to ease into coming out, they'll tell people that they're bisexual and not just gay. And that's why it's so contaminated. Because people are like, oh, like I'm bisexual. I'm like, no, you're not bisexual. You're really gay. Because so often that is the case. Yeah, bisexual is just a, a different way to say that you're greedy and gay. I don't. I'm not going to go that far. I mean, not in the discriminatory. Like, you, you literally want it all. It's not that you want it all, that you're attracted to both people. I don't think it's anything wrong. I, I mean, but you gotta you, you gotta pick one or the other. Like you can't. You don't have to pick. I mean, honestly, my <laughs> point with this, I don't mind. I wouldn't mind. My problem with dating, if I was dating a guy that was bisexual, it wouldn't be that he sleeps with men. Honestly, my problem would be that not only do I have to worry about bitches, I have to worry about niggas too. <laughs> That would be my issue. Like it's not the it's not the sex part for me. It's the part that it's like, damn. Now nah, I got we, we can walk by anybody, and I got like this nigga looking at the whole couple. Like I don't know the who whole he couple. Won't, <laughs> the whole couple. Like girls walk by, <laughs> nigga. I'm like hey, these bitches fine. Niggas walk by, I'm like these niggas is fine. Oh, oh no, Jesus. So, but yeah, <laughs> hey guys. So that's gonna wrap it up for uh, hashed. So we're gonna finally wrap up hashtags. Um, yeah, we got time for uh, one more segment. Shut the hell up! So <laughs> irritating. Oh, next we are going to find out what is on the mind of a millennial this week. And I'm gonna go ahead because I have you know some things on my mind, okay. things I'm watching and going through. Um, yeah, like I said, I'm a I'm a huge wrestling fan and. Today is the Royal Rumble, which officially starts the um, march or the road to WrestleMania, which is the grandest show of the year for wrestling fans. And man, I'm I'm, I'm excited. You know, we had Takeover last night. That was for um, NXT. It was cool. Like I, I kind of, you know, I don't know. I guess I, I haven't really been following it that much, so it was kind of like okay. Like it wasn't spectacular, 
But um, yeah, I'm excited for the night. Yeah, I didn't know who none of those people were. <laughs> I'm gonna take over. I mean, I'm excited for the night. You know, just kind of, you know. I mean, this is this a tie in to to our LNL topic this week. But okay. yeah, I'm just kind of kind of excited. Yeah, I don't know what's gonna happen, so I'm really excited. <laughs> is that all? Anything else? Um, all my sports teams are ash juice. Like, um, okay, so nothing's changed. Ash juice. I mean, it, it literally has gotten worse. Like all, all my teams With are the trash. Well, we already knew that. Yeah. <laughs> trash, trash, trash. No, oh, fucking trash. My teams aren't doing too good either. While I'm talking, because I don't have a dog in a fight when it comes to the Super Bowl. My um, Steelers are out. My Broncos never stood a chance. And um, you know, that's just it. So I don't have a dog in this fight, but I do want to see a good game. I'm really more excited about the chicken than anything else. The chicken. It's always chicken when you watch the Super Bowl, right? It's supposed to be. It's not exactly. always chicken. Uh, so what is actually on your mind? Though? Okay, so for me, um, this week I had the. Well, I didn't watch it with uh, Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, but the new edition story came on um, this past week, and it was really good, surprisingly. Um, It was a really good story. The actors in the show did a phenomenal job. The actors were way better than the actual people. No, shut up. (laughs) I do love new edition, because honestly, I didn't realize they came out so long ago. Like, I remember... My dad having the Home Again album, um, I was probably like six, and we were going to Disney World. We drove down to Florida. Privilege. And we, oh God. And we listened to that album the whole way. Like, I remember knowing every song on that album, and I remember, like, I couldn't remember who it was. Like, I remember the album, how it looked, but I didn't know, I couldn't remember the name of the group. And I didn't put two and two together until this came out, and I saw them all in all white taking the picture, and I'm like, that is the album. Like, so now I want to go back and listen to it, because I swear when I was at six, I knew all the songs on this album. So, like, I remember the album, but I didn't realize how old they were, like, when they started out. Like, that was, like, years later. Like, that was, like, a reunion type of album with all six of them. So, that was something that I found out. But besides that, the acting was good. The story was good. Um, it's not often that BET gets stuff right. <laughs> so I'm very proud of them too because they did a really good job on the story, which probably had a lot to do with the guys being a part of it, being a part of the movie and making sure that they really got the shit right and did right by them. So that was really good. And that gave me, um, gave me some hope for BET. I've been seeing a lot of previews and commercials while watching the new edition story because like everybody said, the commercials were brutal. And um, they have a new show show called the quad coming out trash and also a new show called rebel i didn't see that commercial but um, the quad looks like ass juice yeah i don't know um when i thought of the quad it reminded me of this don't judge me guys it was this like sex tape from one of the like i think it was like georgia it was some was it fan i don't remember no it was, it was the fam- yeah, sex it was tape? yeah it reminded me of that that's how r- ratchet it seemed like it's gonna be but whatever very possible um scripted shows or whatever like that and i mean seeing the movie gave me hope for bt so maybe these shows will be good i don't like the quality that bt records in it makes their shows look really corny and so i'm hoping the show is not as bad as it looks visually if that makes any sense but I do want to check those out. I'm still reading that um, Misadventures of an Awkward Black Girl and still trying to catch up on Being Mary Jane. You haven't watched that in like two weeks. No, I've been doing homework and I've decided to change my life. I'm going to take Sundays off and only do homework on Mondays and Tuesdays so I can have 
a better um, a life. outlook on life. Exactly. Um, so you can have a life. Exactly. So that's why we're actually doing the show, and it's daytime, guys. Like, <laughs> if you want to know why we're not like uber silly and goofy and enthusiastic, this is actually like the middle of the day, and we we not really up. Yeah, it's the middle of the day. Um, I don't know if you guys, you know, it's not. I'm sure you guys don't know this, but we have night shift jobs and we work late. And so our like we were just drinking coffee 30 minutes ago. Like our day is just starting, and it's right. a, it's effectively five o'clock. Yeah, and we just got out of bed. And yeah, we trying to, you know, wake up and you know get the cobwebs out. You know. Yeah, and we actually have stuff to do. <laughs> we're actually gonna like go out the house and see other still, human that's, beings. That's still being debated. Maybe I'm going out the house okay. and I'm gonna be a human being, whether he wants to go or not, because I need real food. We can have real food here. Okay, you gonna make me some jalapeno poppers? Seed the jalapenos. Okay, so we're going out the house. All right. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so was that, was that everything that was on your mind yes that's, this week? E- that's everything that's on my mind this week uh yeah so, all right so did we get any emails all right yeah moving right along to who's that peeping in my gmail hey mm, mm, who's that okay anyways so you're just destroying all my segments Inga, you're destroying mine. I'm way more fun than you. That's why I'm the host. Okay. We'll huh. see. Whatever. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. We get some feedback from the people, and they can say women, who they like women lie. is better. Men lie. Numbers don't. Oh, nigga. Kiss my whole <laughs> ass. Okay? Does nobody have time for your shenanigans? Anyways, if I was really interrupted. So, we got two emails this week. And our first email comes from june june um and okay so it says question for casey all right how do you feel about grown men using snapchat filters (laughs) wait i'm not finished okay for example the cat filter (laughs) love the show keep up the good work (laughs) um thanks June, we definitely appreciate that. Cat filters. Okay, so, okay, how do I feel about grown men using Snapchat filters like a cat filter? Okay. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay, well, I guess that kind of goes into, like, I guess, I don't know, gender roles or something. I don't know. I mean, personally, not going to lie, it looks suspect. It does. It looks kind of suspect. Uh, uh, yeah, it looks kind of suspect. I mean, uh, what do you do? You know? I mean, obviously, you can take a picture however you want, but you can't no. be mad how people perceive it, is what I'm saying. No. You can take it however you want, but people will perceive it however they choose to. Obviously, it's certain circumstances where it might be okay. You know? I feel like those kind of filters are no. mostly geared towards women. Maybe if you're, like, you know, in a picture with, like, a baby, and you're trying to get it to laugh <laughs> or baby. something. Like a kid, and you want the kid to laugh, and it's like, huh, watch my face transform into a cat kind of thing, and ha ha ha, baby, maybe you nah. know that works out. Uh, I guess. But besides that, it's all sus. All that stuff that they do to your face, and give you little eyelashes, and with the blush, lipstick, yeah. with the little ears and shit. No, it's kind of, I mean, in that regard, I would just ask the same question like on Halloween, are you gonna get a costume, or are you just gonna go to the back and grab the ears and tail? 
if you're going to grab the ears and tail, then, you know, use that filter. But if <laughs> you would look at that like, dog does gay, then maybe getting them animatedly put on is not any better. <laughs> so, you know. Well, that's it's a resounding fuck no for me yeah. um filter yeah. at your own risk That's no 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 <laughs> not even filter at your own risk don't filter okay <laughs> now on snapchat you have that first filter which actually you know makes the picture better mm-hmm. that's fine that's fantastic if you want to wrap your filter city always makes you look better by the way snapchat is genius it turns a lot of strags into a decent looking people let me just say that yeah like if you're gonna use that it's cool you can wrap your city with those little things like they have some like advertisement filters that are cool to a certain extent like but if you're doing anything to add you know some kind of flair to your face yeah no don't, don't fucking do that. Yeah, that's, no. that's, that's I mean, like, the ones that guys can use are, like, the ones that screw up your face, like, make your mouth big or your eyes big, like... Yeah, you can use, like, that like little, okay. little But silly all the ones shit. that the girls are using, like, the dog filter, the cat filter, the one with, the, like, the geisha makeup and shit like that. Yeah, you want the flower headband and stuff yeah, like that. Let's yeah, let's not do that. Yeah, I had a friend that um did that, actually, and we, um, we roasted him unmercifully, like... That yeah, he still to this day we talk about that because it was just so egregious. And his his only defense was he was in a picture with a female and she had him. And I don't care. You could I would be, have been like, no, we you not could, taking you this could picture. literally be in a picture with Jesus and Jesus told you to use a filter. Oh my God, don't and listen. no, don't listen. Just say you know what, I'm sorry, Father, but uh, no, that's that's a no for me, dog. No. All right, don't listen to him. If it's Jesus, take the picture. But besides that, it's no other excuse to take him. No, it's, it's, it's <laughs> no excuse. Period. <laughs> it's no other excuse to take the picture. Okay. I'm sorry, um, other email. All right, we got one other email. And this email is from Scott. And um, it says, uh, Hey, Casey and Hendrix, um, with everything going on right now and just in general, what music do you listen to during troubling times? Hmm, okay. Hendrix? Um, you know, I'm, I'm a bit of a weirdo when it comes to music. Okay. So, I mean... For troubling times, um, probably some Nirvana. Like I like. Uh, I'm not surprised by this. <laughs> like Lithium is like my kind of, you know, just dealing with the the BS song. Um, you know, of course, some Hendrix. Uh, Shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's yeah, it's like just different. It's more of a. I I use it more of a song by song basis. Like there's some songs that help you deal with it some songs that help you get out of it like but it normally like a, a nice little rock song you know maybe some queen you know a little bohemian rhapsody that might that that cures everything okay that cures that cures everything um for me right now i would say the things that i have been listening to that make me feel better is um a seat at the table album um, by Solange, which is the blackest album of last year, is very pro, like pro culture, pro having our own things, pro everything. And right now, that is what I like listening to. And then if you're more of a hip hop head or whatever, um, J Cole's album is a really more I don't know, this quote unquote woke album. I really like it. 
I just mm. I know I'm kind of late on it, but I've mm. just gotten into it. And when it comes to like, I guess honestly putting stuff into perspective and thinking on a deeper level, besides like I don't know, bad and bougie. Um, it's a good alternative, and I like that album as well. This before these one of the albums I used to listen to all the time uh, when I was feeling some kind of way is this album. Actually, I can't remember the name of the album. I think it's like Heart, whatever. Fuck it. It's an, it's an old Indie Re album, and she had a song like Wings of Forgiveness, which is good, and Get It Together, like all this kind of stuff. It's just like sounding like self reflection almost, and those have been really good to me. Even though right now I don't know how I feel about her because she's like aligning herself with like Chrisette Michelle and shit. I mean, you have to you know hashtag support irrelevant R and B stars. <sighs> so well. Yeah. Yeah, fuck that. Anyway, it goes, I usually listen to her because she kind of like puts stuff in perspective and make you feel good. It's kind of like feel good music and self-reflection and all that kind of stuff. It's a big part of her music and I appreciate that. So I'll still listen to that when I'm feeling some kind of way. Now, if I'm like feeling like dark, then you're talking like Marshall Mathers LP. Yeah. <laughs> like, but as far as like right now, I would say sit at the table some old NDRE joints, stuff like that, and definitely J. Cole, maybe some old Lupe, stuff like that make you think is what I like hearing. Some old, old Lupe. Yeah, like before Laser's old. Yeah. Um, okay. So, moving right along. That was, that was our last email? Yes, that was our okay, last email. So, so, again, guys, um, send your questions, comments, and concerns to ask 2am podcast at gmail.com and that is the number two anything you want to ask us questions to send us and we will answer them on the show and um you can email them again to ask 2am podcast at gmail.com send in any questions comments concerns you might have and uh see them send us emails yes send us emails we want to hear your bullshit we want to hear all the bullshit so like i said again ask us questions about us Questions about the show, if you have production questions, if you have questions about mess and bullshit, anything you want to ask us, you definitely can do that. Just email us, and we would love to answer it for you guys. I will actually reply to the email. Like, even if we don't read it on air. Yeah, even if we don't air. read it online, we will reply to if we aren't. Yeah, if we don't read it on air, we will definitely reply to it. So, just send it to us, and we are definitely open for all emails. So, you know. Just, you know, do that for us. Thanks. All right, ladies and gentlemen, today's LNL topic. And LNL stands for what? Life and love. Life and love. Um, Like I said, my um, mind of a millennial was kind of a piggyback. I'm kind of piggyback off of that. Um, With me being kind of. No, I'm, can I take you okay, there? Go, 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 All right. Go, 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 with me go. being excited about, you know, these these wrestling events it kind of brought to my attention like what what are some what are some things that you've never let go like what are some things from your your childhood that you just just have to you know partake in today like you can't leave it alone like it's just been a constant for your life and that that kind of goes with uh the trailers that have been coming out for the Power Rangers movie. Okay. Like I'm a, I I was a real Power Rangers head growing up. So the fact that they're actually making a, a movie now with modern CGI is just fantastic for me. Like I 
I've been waiting on it. I still want a real, um, I still want my real Captain Planet um, <laughs> movie. I still want that, but for right now, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna go with the Power Rangers movie. So yeah, like some what are what are things that you weren't able to let go, like cartoons and music, like stuff like that from your childhood that you can't seem to just stop. Um, okay. I like this question. Um, stuff so from my childhood that I can't let I know for a fact that I can't let go of Scooby Doo. Yeah, I <laughs> Um yeah. Scooby Doo is my favorite character. It has been my favorite character since honestly for as long as I can remember. I uh have like a Scooby Doo little beanie baby kind of thing attached to my book bag. It has been on my book bag since like it might be in high school, maybe college, but it's been on my back for a long time. Um, a couple years ago, my parents bought me a Scooby-Doo coloring book. I have a picture that I colored, and it is on my refrigerator. Unfortunately. It's beautiful, though. Um, it's okay. <laughs> I love Scooby-Doo, and I will always love Scooby-Doo. And so I have Scooby-Doo stuff, and that's one thing I cannot let go. I can't let go. You can't let it go. I can't let's go to go. And then I've always been into like action not action movies, but like um superhero stuff. So like it doesn't matter how many Spider Man, Superman, Batman, X Men, like I've always loved like I remember watching X Men and stuff like that. So I I wanna see all the X Men stuff and all the like, Yeah, they gotta set their game up there when Yeah, they, they have been slacking. Trash. Even though even when it's bad I wanna see it because I've always just liked that. It's kinda like a fantasy type of thing. I remember waking up every morning I mean, even though this is not like a superhero, but I remember waking up every morning before school and watching gargoyles and stuff like that that they need to make a gargoyles movie. That was, they do, that was dope. right? I remember that stuff and I really I like that kind of stuff. I'm trying to think what else I was really into. Um I wasn't really big into a whole bunch of cartoons, mainly Scooby Doo, Gullah Gullah Island, stuff like that. I remember, but I'm trying to think of stuff that I actually do now. Scooby like, what would, what would, what, is what is something that would, that could come on like TV right now and you would just like freak the fuck out because you haven't seen it in so long? Oh, God. Like, it's... mine would be like Animaniacs. Oh. Like, if I could catch Animaniacs, like, I would, I would freak out. Any, Animaniacs was a good one. Because you had like so many different. Stories. Honestly, I'm a goof because it would it would still be like Scooby Doo. I would want to see an old episode of Scooby Doo, and I would also want to see a pup named Scooby Doo episode. Why a pup named Scooby Doo was like it was horrible. So it was so corny, but it was cute. Horrible, and I liked it. I liked that a lot. Honestly, you know what I want to see? I would want to see a dog ass Courage marathon. I loved Courage the Cowardly Dog. Um, Also, Daria. I was a little older, but I love Daria, and I have the box that I got it for Christmas. Hendrix got it for me because I love Daria. I am her, honestly. Yeah, I'm dope. I'm dope. <laughs> but yeah, I give like dope gifts. Yeah, you do, and stuff yeah. like that. This definitely like part of my childhood that I can't let go. I still have the same favorite colors. I'll give you something. I always like sparkles, and every time I get my nails done, I have glitter on them. Yeah, that's true. I like shiny stuff, glitter and stuff like that, and I still play in glitter like a kid. And so, like, every time I get my nails done, it has some kind of glitter. I can have pink, but it's glitter. I have black, but it's glitter. Like, it's always glitter because that's just something from my childhood that I can't let go. Well, actually, right now would be the perfect time to tell the the Hendrix story. Like, all of this stuff, like, kind of goes together. <laughs> so, here's how I became Hendrix. Okay. Um... 
like I said, I'm a, a real big wrestling fan. So growing up, you know, watching wrestling, uh, I had to be about ninety, what, ninety six or ninety seven. Um, Hulk Hogan had uh, he changed his theme music and he came out to this this rock song that was you know he used to come out and play the air guitar. I'm like, yeah, this this is fucking fantastic. What is the name of the song? So one of my older cousins happened to be in town and. He actually um, put the the album on. The song that Hulk Hogan came out to was actually Voodoo Child by Jimi Hendrix. And he put the album on, and I was just astonished at every song, like the fact that somebody could actually play guitar like this. And then, you know, you do a little bit of, you know, digging in history. Like, my dad's a musician, so I sat down and asked him, you know, started asking him all different kinds of questions, and... Yeah, I found out that he wasn't alive and hadn't been alive in, like, what, what was that, 96? He died in, like, 70, 69, 70, so, yeah, quite a while he was was not alive. And, yeah, this majestical music that sounds, still sounds better than a lot of shit that's out now, I kind of just ran with it, like. Um, yeah, that's that's who I am. I have all kind of t-shirts, and I have albums on vinyl and CD. I bought all the, the re, you know, the, what is it, the, what am I trying to say? The Record? No, the, the remastered albums. I bought all the remastered CDs. Oh, okay. I have books, autobiographies, well, by, yeah, biographies. Your Christmas um, gift. That's yeah, the, the painting. I have a painting on the wall. Um, yeah, DVDs. I actually bought that. Um, the movie that came out with um, Andre 3000 as Jimi Hendrix. I got that. Um, yeah, I have like hella memorabilia. Hoodies. Um, I had a book bag. Yeah, so. Yeah, at 96, I created this persona that I use today. Aw, what so, a nice heartwarming story. Yeah, it's like things, I didn't even know all that. that. I mean, you, I know you were obsessed with him and i know your nickname was hendrix but that was as uh, far as i got yeah that's crazy like people actually call me that it's weird um my um way i got my name was nowhere near as uh unique oh you're talking about your um initials uh, yeah. whatever this <laughs> <laughs> is your initials yeah. whatever shut up i really yeah. like that question though yeah like i mean i want to keep it you know we've been going in yeah we've been going in and this past week has been fucking horrible. Yeah, a lot of bullshit, a lot of bullshit. So, I just wanted to keep it, you know, since I was hosting, I wanted to, you know, keep it lighthearted, just ask some questions. Are you trying I, to say that I'm heavy? No, we've been, you know, kind of serious <laughs> lately, so, you know, I just kind of wanted to get it. You know, everybody need a break sometimes. Yeah, I appreciate that. You know, we can't come, we can't go in every episode. Some episodes just got to be, like, kind of lighthearted, you know. Just keep it, keep it simple, you know. All right. So, uh, with that, we're going to move right into what's grinding our gears. So... Oh, can I go? Yes, what's grinding your gears? What's grinding my gears this week? I actually have a a male and a female grinding my gears. Okay. So, let's hear it real quick. Um, for the male, um, fellas... You know, I stand united with y'all, but please stop wearing hats to hide the fact to show your hairline trash. Oh, gosh. <laughs> please. Like, you know, if you, you you one of the fellas is struggling with a hairline, just let it go. Oh, God. You're an 
Just let it go. You know, do like everybody else. You know, bald head with a beard. Let's go. Like, you know, I'm sorry. I just can't. Because I wear, when I wear hats, it's to like to protect my hair. <laughs> I'm not hiding anything. Right. Like, I have a full head of hair. My hairline is not receding. Entirely too full. We're going to get that cut soon. Oh, hush. Oh, my hairline's not receding. Anything like that. I wear hats for accessories. I'm tired of people wearing hats for necessities. Okay? <laughs> That's fine. Okay. And also, my female, grinding my gears. Ladies, I love you. Okay. I sincerely oh do. Here we go. But please, please, if you're seven weeks pregnant, oh we don't God. need to see your fucking belly. Okay? <laughs> please. You as childish as hell. Please. Okay, and this this might be this might be a little bit mean to say, but yeah, it, it's not it's it not a. Is mean. It's it's, I'm just saying it's not a. You know, it might not happen. Like you still too early for this to happen. Like you know, chill out. All right, you might slip and fall on some ice and it be a wrap. Like you got all these pictures with your little tiny belly out. There, yeah, don't do that. Oh God. Okay. You know, baby ain't got brain cells yet. You taking selfies and shit. Stop that. Alrighty. Let let pregnancy play out. And then, you know, you can take pictures. You're not even supposed to tell people until after you're out of your first trimester, by the way. Exactly, because it's safe. Like I said, you can literally, you know. I'll input that much, that you're not supposed to say anything. But you can yeah, literally definitely. bump your bump your stomach on the refrigerator and it's, it's a wrap. Yeah. Like, you got your, yeah, you bleeding. Very All right. in the beginning stages. But, uh. So chill out. Unfortunately, I guess I have a more, uh, hmm, I don't know. Serious? Serious, yes. Oh. There we go. Serious, okay. grind my gears. Um, what grinds my gears is the comment section. <laughs> and honestly, it's probably my own fault, but... Yeah, it's definitely your own fault. Oh, no, it's definitely my own fault. Um, But, like, a lot of times, like, if I see a good picture, like, a good meme or something that's, like, fact-based or something that's, like, you know, pretty much, yes, equality and be for everybody or Donald Trump sucks or whatever the fuck the case may be. It can be a fact-based <laughs> post. And I'm like, you know, I'll have some hope. And so what I do is I'll go into the comment section just to, to see, like, you know, how many people think this way. You know what I'm saying? Like, is the world better than I think? And it's never is. It never is. No, the world is way worse. And no, I, but I found that out in my comment section, uh, I don't say, dumper, dumpster dive of the comment sections. Because pretty much what usually happens is they're like, oh, good, 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 good. These people, you know, they are woke and realistic and honest with themselves. I love coming across woke and intelligent undiscriminatory people that aren't racist like the majority i love coming across people like that because it's refreshing but you always go into it and you it doesn't matter how much fucked up shit trump does like we could be post-apocalyptic after the shit that he does and it still be trump supporters like yeah trump and nigga the world is has been nuked like i'm pretty sure there'll still be people like that so it's really disheartening to go into the comment section because there's still people who no matter what they can't help it like you see people it's like people can say something that sounds so intelligent honestly i couldn't even imagine being on the other side because somebody could say something that makes complete sense and they're still like no that's wrong <laughs> you like, still gotta argue it and it's just crazy because it's just like i understand that the majority doesn't want to you know be called racist and they don't want to say like oh i'm doing this because of this or i feel this way because you know what I'm saying because of my privilege and i don't see it and it's like they don't want to and it's and it's crazy to me and so it's always kind of heartbreaking for me when that happens so you know that's what's grinding my yeah, gears stay out is, the comment section because yeah people are actually uh fucking terrible yeah i lost all hope in the world when i started <laughs> going to comment section because honestly i, I honestly know obviously know that racism is still alive 
vibe. I knew that before, you know, everything was on social media. But to this extent where it's like, wow, you know, I, at first I think I thought, I thought it was a few people. Like I thought it was like sprinkled in the southern states or the super white towns you had racist people. And then now that I'm older, it's like it's the opposite. It's yeah. racism everywhere. And then sprinkled through everything is a couple of people that actually don't hate black people mm-hmm. or brown people in general. People who actually understand how the world is yeah, supposed to people that understand their privilege, people that understand that other other cultures and races are discriminated against and oppressed and all of that stuff like that. It's it's fewer of them than the people that are like fucking niggers. Oh wow. Okay. You know, and all the other stuff. So cool. yeah, you know, um it's heartbreaking. So that is what's grinding my gears. It's just realizing that the world is a fucked up place, especially under Very this uh Trump's up. presidency or whatever you want to call it's it. It's only been eight fucking that days. That's all trying fact for me. Um but well, you know nine days as of uh recording. It's only been nine days and you know, I was of that let's not supportive, but it was just like, All right, let's see what this motherfucker is actually gonna do. Because we didn't know what we we had you know, he talked this talk about what he wanted to do and shit like that, but we didn't feel like it was possible. But he's actually in there putting, like, putting on paper the shit that spews from his fucking brain and is actually going into action, and that's fucking scary. It's very scary. Fucking scary. All right, guys. So, uh, I think that's actually gonna... Yeah, guys, um, we... You can, as always, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Noli Hendrix. That's at N-O-E. L-L-Y-H-E-N-D-R-I-X Instagram and Twitter You can follow KC at, at K in real life On Instagram and Twitter No, this is my part Okay <laughs> no, it's And that is K-A-Y <laughs> underscore I-N R E E L L I F E K in real life K underscore in real life. Yes, and that is on Instagram and Twitter. And if you like the show, follow us on SoundCloud. Subscribe to us. Like us. Like us. Share us. Repost us on SoundCloud. What is our SoundCloud name? Just so people don't get confused. I had a couple people this week kind of said they couldn't find it. Um, it's two awkward millennials. Yeah, no so spaces. if you. If you're looking for us on SoundCloud or any, yeah, SoundCloud for the moment, um, look up Two Awkward Millennials. The number two. The number two Awkward Millennials. No spaces. On SoundCloud and just follow us. And every time we post something, it should be up there for you. Yeah, it'll definitely be up there. And the newest episode will be pinned at the top. So, um, just, uh, go on there, follow, like, subscribe, all of that good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you have... <laughs> the illustrious pleasure of leaving us with a quote all right of the week and i will do that and this week guys i want to leave you with this and so rock bottom became a solid foundation in which i rebuilt my life okay you like it yeah that's, that's good who's, <laughs> who's that from um jk rowling actually oh. the author of the harry potter books yeah. And I thought that was a dope ass quote. But anyways, guys, all right, that's gonna wrap it up for us. Um, we'll definitely see you guys next week. Oh god. Okay, you're so trash. All right, we're out of here. Peace.